Hello everyone, it's Cheryl Zwalji again from Astral Connections, and here with me I have John Running Deer. John considers himself a prophet, a prophet of earth changes. Um, I consider him a seer, a healer, and many other things. I met John last year when he gave a presentation here on earth changes, and at that time we didn't have the opportunity to interview him, and we're very happy to have him here today. Thank I'm, you, John, for joining us. I'm very happy to be here, and thank, thank you. you so much for helping me to uh, get out the information on my earth changes. Absolutely, it's, um, it's something that needs to be done, so we need to get it out there. Um, so, before we go into the earth changes, and we go into this, the, the idea of the prophecy and where it came from, let's talk about you a little bit and tell us a little bit about you. Maybe even start as early as where you grew up and, and what your life was like and what led you to this field. Mm -hmm. Okay. I grew up on Shinnecock Indian Reservation in Long Island, New York. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to a little two-room schoolhouse there. And then when I went to high school in the town of Southampton, you know, those rich people in the mm -hmm. town, the Hamptons, uh, I found out that I was better at history and geography than anybody in any of my classes. And I astounded people there with that. Uh, so I continued with learning uh, history and geography, I, mm -hmm. any book I can pick up on with maps and history and uh, geography of the world, even though it's changing so fast. So you specifically I, focus on mapology mm -hmm. in that sense? Okay. Yes. And when I was growing up, my elders used to tell me things and they'd say, remember this. Like uh, part, of, part of it was the earth changes and part of it was uh, the ecology of the, of the world. And so how old were you when, when they were so When I was 10, 12, 14, okay. uh, in my yeah, very young age. And as I, when I started doing my maps, some of my uh, people said, oh, I remember my grandmother saying that, but I didn't believe her. And I said, well, you see it here now? So you mustn't know that she was telling you something you should have listened to. Right. But most people don't listen and they don't think about the things that are happening around them. It's just something, well, it happened. No, it didn't happen. It happened for a reason. And my reason for showing the uh, earth changes and doing the maps that I did was to let people know that these things are happening so they can see it in uh, plain black and white, so to speak and they'll understand why some of the things they're seeing is uh, going to happen or did happen. Can you give me an example of some of the things the elders shared with you at such a young age that they asked you to remember? Was uh, it was it in, in plain English or was it in, in uh, poetry or how, no, it was how in, did you? It was in plain English to okay. tell me that uh, the East Coast was going to suffer big changes, the land was going to disappear and be covered by water. And we could see that within my, uh, between my teenagers and my adulthood, I saw those changes. Right. And uh, they just told me to remember it, and every time I'd see something, I'd say, ah, that's what they were talking about. Right. And so, now, did they receive this information from some kind of writing scripture or was this visions they had or 
were they? That I don't know because mm, I was a child and they were they were the adults and they yes. were the, the leaders and the uh, the teachers and so we didn't question where they got their information from and if they told us to remember it we knew we there was something they wanted us to remember to pass on. Okay, so I imagine your your studies then took you into geography probably. Mm -hmm. Geography, history, uh, archaeology, anthropology, all of that mm -hmm. mapped together to uh, bring out these, this information. So give us a little bit of a history of that time of your life when you were in university or in your profession. What did you do? In my profession after, uh, after I became an adult? Yeah. Well, I went in the military after okay. four years of what flying. What was your role in the military? I was a crew member on heavy bombers during the Korean War. Wow. Okay. And when I got out, I went back to school because I wanted to be an electronic engineer. And I, then I worked uh, for 35 years in the electro-mechanical electro, uh, engineering, in the, mostly in the military field. But all the time that I was doing that, I was finding books, finding information. I had this information oh, 40 years ago, and I just talked to people about it. I didn't, uh, and finally I decided I was going to do the maps because trying to tell people they didn't understand, they say, oh, you're a prophet of doom, you know, every time you say something. And I told them, no, it's not doom, it's showing, telling you that things are going to happen, so you should be prepared to move or to be out of this way, otherwise you're going to die. Right. So when I did my maps and showed it to some of my people, they said, oh, that's what you've been telling us about for 20 years. Because I guess visually they saw they it better. See it. Than exactly, that's why I did the maps. So, mm -hmm. now in regards to the maps, have you received visions or dreams or how did this information develop and come to you? Or was it just from what you learned with your, with mm, the, no, with your adults? No, a combination of all. Okay. And uh, the things that I put down on my maps, most of it came from visions. And it just that I knew things, but I didn't know how or I didn't know when, and vision showed me how and when in many cases. Hmm. And what uh, totally was going to happen. Uh, but a lot of it came from studying, and the information came together when uh, Spirit showed me things. Like on one of my maps, they showed me on my world map, uh, they showed the whole Middle East being underwater. And I said, hey, you know, guys, what, what? that's a lot of land, that's a lot of people going to be lost. Why? And they said, because the people are bad, they're always fighting, they can't get along, so we're going to take the land away and they won't have anything to fight about. Wow. So this is, this is coming straight from the spirit, the spirit world has been trying to tell earthlings, stop doing the things you're doing, you're destroying the planet, you're destroying each other, and that's not the way to live. So, so what point in your life did this communication with the spirit being start? It started when I was hmm, about 30. Okay. It came in little drips and drabs when I was younger, but I didn't, wasn't paying attention to it, I guess you might say. And what um, made you pay attention to it? They smacked me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and how did they do that? <laughs> they smacked me in the head. <laughs> Listen, dummy, they said. <laughs> 
So basically, if you don't listen, and if I don't you're listen, gonna, you're going to get, get smacked, smacked in again. The head. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so last time you were here, I remember you had maps of 2015 and 2025. 2015 and 2075. 2075. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Right. The 2015 map is of the world showing the changes that will come, uh, not on 2012, but 2015 to 2020. Right. When yes, uh, I think the Earth is going to shift on its axis, and we'll find ourselves in a different part of the uh, hemisphere, di different hemisphere, and we're going to be uh, in a warmer climate, but the Earth is not only going to shift on its axis, it's going to turn this, change its rotation. Now you shared this information in, um, in Knowledge Network or National Geographic or somewhere, if I mm -hmm. recall correctly. Can you yeah. share a little bit about that? Like what brought that on? Oh, with uh, NBC, NBC was doing a program called Ancient Prophecies, and mm -hmm. they contacted me uh, due to a man who is a very is a very uh, astute student of Nostradamus, mm -hmm. and he told them if they needed somebody to talk about their exchange, they should contact me. So they contacted me and they said, well, what, uh, you know, how do we know that you're the real deal? Right. And I said, well, I said, this week there's a, they're, they're in California, and I said, there's a major earthquake coming, a 7.5. And I said, if it happens early in the week, it'll be in L.A. or farther north as the week goes on. So they said, okay, and they checked, and that earthquake came, and I said, if it, it will end off the coast of uh, San Francisco, and it ended off the coast of San Francisco and didn't destroy any inland sea, they said, okay, we want to talk to you. Right. So tell us about what you shared with them then. Well, then I shared, well, it's on my uh, video, but mm -hmm. it's also on uh, NBC's a program Ancient Prophecies, where I showed them what the East Coast would look like, what the West Coast would look like, uh, the center of the country around the New Madrid Fault, and the fact that the Great Lakes, according to Edgar Casey, also, that the Great Lakes would be emptied into the Gulf of Mexico. Right. And this is all part of the changes that are coming, right. and we should be preparing for it. Right. Okay, so when you told, when you shared the information with them about the earthquake, um, how did you receive that information, or how did you know that that was going to happen? Spirit gave it to me through a vision, okay. and I've had a number of visions about earthquakes, especially in the West Coast, and I've even called friends uh, when they were there and told them to get out of the way or move out of the buildings when the quakes came because the buildings would shake. Right. And uh, they were very appreciative of it. Right. Okay. Now, something like Earth Changes and knowing these things, and, and NBC knowing that you know these things, didn't they inform some higher power that, you know? Well, they, they did it with the, the program that they put out. Okay. And there were other people on the program that talked about other things, and they were quite, quite good and quite accurate. Okay. So they put the information out. Most people don't want to hear it. So uh, is there a team somewhere that that hunts down this kind of 
um, change that's going to occur on the earth scientifically that that um, the prophets and the scientists get together and communicate? <laughs> I guess that's wishful thinking. Mm, yeah, wishful thinking is right because they're stuck in their own old, how do we put it, the old ways, the old thinking that uh, everything is just the way the old one said, um, the old teachers or the old professors, and things that they learned in college. For instance, uh, Greenland. I put in, in my map a inland sea in there, and I took it to some geologists when they were at a college near me, and they said, nah, that's not right. Greenland's a solid mass. There's no lake there. I said, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, a couple of years ago, when uh, the countries were checking the melting of the ice because of the so-called uh, global warming, mm -hmm. they wanted to see how thick the ice was on Greenland, and they measured it with a laser and found out that that lake was there. Wow. And then I remembered, oh, wait a minute, I have a map, a globe. I went and got the globe. It was done by National Geographic in 1958. It was called a, a World um, Geological Survey, where they showed right. the underground uh, mountains in the oceans. They showed uh, uh, in pictorial view all the major fault lines and the fault lines across the under the oceans and under the continents. And in that, they showed this inland sea in Greenland. Hmm. So these people who say no, it wasn't there, they didn't check with the people nowadays who were doing things. They're going by what the old professors told them about how civilization started 6,000 years ago in the Tibus Euphrates Valley. And we know there were civilizations long before that on this continent, hmm. on, the, on, this, on this planet. So they're just relying on what they were taught in college by some antiquated professor who liked to think he knew everything and he didn't know hardly anything. Hmm. Now you mentioned Nostradamus, you mentioned Edgar Cayce. Mm -hmm. How intently did you study their prophecies? Both, very intently. Very and you intently. find parallels and consistencies mm -hmm. in everything. Yes. And, and a lot of the information. Well, I mentioned the Great Lakes emptying into the Gulf of Mexico is what Casey had in one of his writings. And I used to go down to the ARE Institute down mm -hmm. in uh, Virginia Beach and study some of his writings. And it all started coming together. Wow. How about NASA? Have you communicated these things with NASA anybody? NASA doesn't want to hear anything. <laughs> uh, I even uh, communicated uh, with the people at Woods Hole up in Massachusetts. They have a side scan radar, and I asked, uh, I knew people there. I didn't know the people that go out on the ships to do this. I asked them to speak to them and ask them if they would go when they go out past Long Island and they're looking south. I said to turn on their radars and see if the land masses that I'm talking about that has mountains on the north end of it, if they can see anything, they wouldn't do it. Right. But I talked to submariners that go out of Norfolk area, and they tell me they have to, when they, when they go up offshore, they, back during the Cold War, they would 
deep dive so that the Russians wouldn't know where they were going. And they told, were telling me that they had to come up as they started northeast. And I said, why? They said, well, the mountains are in the way. I'm saying, don't you guys know there's no land out there? How, how can there be mountains in the way? Just shows the Goya that uh, the school system now doesn't teach these people geography or history or anything, so they don't know. Right. But all they knew was those ships, the submarines had to come up because the mountains were in the way. Hmm. So you said you worked, you joined the military and you worked there. Did mm -hmm. you explore any of these subjects there? No, I didn't explore any of them there because I was just too busy living. You know, when you're in the service, you're a wild kid, you know, you yeah. finish flying, you finish a mission, you go back, you go in town, you have fun. <laughs> wasn't think of any of those things. It wasn't until after I got out of the military and was in school, you know, studying again, that I not only did my school studies, but I went back into the history and uh, books on uh, mythology and geology and all that. What, what compelled you to do that? I just had an interest in that, okay. interest in learning it. And so, do they have copies of your maps? Who? The powers that be? Oh, some, of, some, some, some of the scientists, mm -hmm. some of some, the... Some of them do. I, when I go places, I give copies to some of these people. Uh, a very good one was uh, a, what's his name, Ira Joe Fisher from Channel 2 in New York. Mm -hmm. He was a uh, meteorologist, and uh, I went was over there once and I gave him a copy of my maps. And he looked at him and I said, hey, if anything happens, I'll call you. Right? So the big tsunami that hit Indonesia, and I called him, he wasn't there, and his, his secretary knew me, knew who I was, and she said, leave him a voicemail. So I left him a voicemail, I said, hey, Joe, check my 2015 map on Indonesia. It showed the whole area underwater. And I did that six years before it happened. So, you know, it's there, the information is there. A lot of the, as I said, those, like those geologists that told me that the Greenland was a solid mass, they don't want to hear it because it interferes with their way of thinking and their knowledge and their teachings. What they learned, they, they want to pass it on, but they're passing on Er erroneous information, and they don't want to hear that either. So these changes are are to um, begin occurring in in 2015. Mm. Sometimes around there, or even before. Right. But oh. you can't pinpoint it. But if you look at the the East Coast now, all the they're calling it global warming. It isn't really global warming as much as it, as it is the East Coast is anchored. But as it pulls away, more of the land mass goes down, and it'll sink down. Hmm. So what about North America? It's going to be broken up badly. It's going to be broken up badly? Mm -hmm. What about this lower mainland? Uh, here too, when the plates off the coast, when they start moving, and as the west coast plate goes down and dives under, the Pacific plate that comes up, it'll push up 
and cause tsunamis and cause earthquakes. And when the all the number of uh, volcanoes that you have out here on the east coast, starting down in California and working all the way up to Mount Baker, all of these volcanoes are within one or one and a half degrees of each other. When I flew up here this time, the aircraft flew right along the line from Mount Jefferson to Mount Baker, and all of those are right in line. And they weren't before? No, they are. They are. They are, it, which says that they're on a fault line. Right, and the, so they're in the... In the magma, where the magma pressure will come up, okay. and if it comes up in one, it'll come up in, in all, all of them. them. That uh, uh, the eruption of Mount St. Helen Helens was just a prelude to what will happen. And there was a native uh, prophecy about uh, the volcanoes here in the, in the west coast, and it says that when the maiden gets mad because the brothers are fighting over her, then she will blow her top. Hmm. And when the big brother gets mad at the younger brothers for causing that problem, he'll blow his top. In the meantime, the other two, that's Mount Adams and Mount Hood, are the younger brothers. Hmm. Mount Rainier is the big brother. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, the grandfather, who is Mount Baker, will blow his top and all those volcanoes will go off and cause that major disaster. Wow. It's very interesting. And that's an old, old ancient prophecy of the native people in this area. So anything occurring that you know of in the immediate future? Immediate future. The planet, they, we're, going, we're undergoing now a shifting of the continents. The continents are always moving west. Africa's moving, pulling Asia off its balance. The west coast, I mean the west coast is not moving, so the east coast is pushing into the Mississippi, which is a huge fault line, and the New Madrid Fault, and the land masses are going to do this, and when it does that, the whole area of it, in the center of the country around the Mississippi around the New Madrid Fault is going to blow very badly. Right. What happened in 1812, 1813, the New Madrid Fault blew and it rang bells in Boston and uh, Savannah, Georgia. That's right. how much it shook the planet, the country. So what's the positive side to all this? Know what's happening, know to move out of the way because it's not a, a doom and gloom, like I said. It's just a natural progression of the Earth. The Earth is changing all the time, and the planet is changing. And if man doesn't change with it, he's going to be lost. So what advice do you have, then, for stop anyone, anywhere? Stop destroying the planet. That's number one. Uh, because in my maps, I showed areas that are going to be lost and most of those areas are oil-producing areas. What, what it's telling me is that the planet does not want its resources petroleum and to, you know, to be depleted uh, because petroleum ruins the ecology and they want man to stop ruining the ecology. Right. 
Any advice to anyone on the lower mainland here? No, just be prepared to move when the earthquakes start coming. Hmm. And Interesting. Stop hanging on to the my this is mine, this is mine, this is my things, this is my things. That's what's wrong with most people. They they refuse to hear, they don't want to hear that they have to move one day. They don't want to hear that this big house they built might be lost. Uh, they don't they don't keep a bag packed with uh, necessities for themselves and their children and have another bag packed with their essentials and their mm -hmm. uh, information, their, all of their insurances and what they need because they have to move in a hurry. Right. There are very few people who are prepared for that. Right. But uh, Noah, uh, Noah has uh, a radio and most people should have or have somebody who has one because when things start to happen, Noah will uh, alert people. And if they alert you in your area to move, that a quake is coming, that a tsunami is coming, get out. Don't, don't run down to the shore to let me see the waves coming in because that wave is going to take you. Right. You saw that happen when the tsunami in Japan, the waves came over here, people were running down to the shore in Oregon and they were swept right. away. That's not very smart. Right. So some of these things we're trying to do is warn people, don't do those things. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, I've exhausted my questions. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything right. you want to share with us? Uh, well, as I said, uh, this is not doom and gloom. It's showing people what's happening and what will happen and could happen. Uh, so just be prepared to have to get up and leave the area you are. Find a, a route to get out of this, these areas because if it happens right now, all the highways are going to be jammed. Mm -hmm. And if a warning comes, don't sit and wait for other people to leave. You'll be the first to get out of there. You'll be able to get out of the area. So then the soon. scientists are on the same page. Then. Oh, they are. They know what's going on. They know what's coming. But they're not going to tell people because two things, they don't want to panic them. And uh, businesses don't want bad things told because they want to sell houses, they want to sell land. Right. right? It's all economics and uh, control. Right. Hmm. Any interesting military stories before you leave? <laughs> I've well, since I've been on, I've been away a week and a half. I haven't seen TV, so I don't even know what's going on in the <laughs> world. I heard something about uh, Iran is acting up again, but that's not new. That's old news. No, that's right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you, John. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for giving me, giving me the time to explain what Absolutely. I'm doing it's our pleasure. and show people Absolutely. what what is happening and what could happen. Absolutely. So, when you see things happening, you hear from nowhere. You hear from the scientific community that something is going on, pay attention, pay attention. John, before you, you, we um, park here, I want to show your maps mm -hmm. on, the, on the video. So um, give me a second while I grab them. Okay. Okay, everyone, here's the map we were talking about earlier. And I'm just going to get John to show us what he's um, talking about. Okay. What I was talking about was in the Middle East where all of that is underwater uh, because Spirit said they're going to take that land away because people are bad and they're always fighting and can't get along. 
so they're going to take the land away so they won't have anything to fight about. The other thing here is Rift Valley that runs down the uh, west, the western side of Africa, or east side of Africa, excuse me. As West Africa moves, the continent moves, it's going to split this apart. This is all volcanic down through here, and you're going to have major volcanoes, new volcanoes appearing in here. Over here is Indonesia that I spoke of when I told Ira Joe to take a look at it. This is on my map, and my map is 1996, and I think that Indonesia didn't happen until 2004, I believe. Wow. So that's okay. a long time. That's 10 years. Yeah. It was on there before it happened. And how about in this area here? In this area? Well, here's the lake in uh, the Inland Sea. In yeah, that looks a little Greenland. different. <laughs> yes, it looks a little bit different. And the east coast is going to be broken up. You'll see there's a series of islands. Uh, they're actually large land masses. But on this world map, it looks like a series of islands. Here are the islands off the coast of the east, shore of, east coast of Long Island. Those, those land masses, I believe, are the remnants of the earlier part of Atlantis that went down, hmm. uh, that Casey, Edgar Casey referred to as Posidia. And those, those will appear again. According to... What's what your study on Atlantis? Very extensive. Okay. That it was. And you see there. parallels here and as well. I see parallels with it, yes. Mm -hmm. and, so you, and you definitely believe Atlantis was here. Oh, well, there's very definite proof. There's proof that Atlantis was here because some of the copper that was used on Atlantis came right from this area. Hmm. It was the, the rich red copper that you have in your copper mines up here. Hmm. And there were red-bearded people who came here and mined this and they went back out this way and the, this, the ice is broken up now so that you can get through this passage. Well, that was there then because Atlantis was out here right. and it was warm, so that meant this area was warmer. The, the poles were somewhere over here out of the way and didn't freeze this, this was all open. And these people came and got the copper, went around, went back to Atlantis with it. Hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Now, what about, is this, what is that? This. It looks like, this, this looks like land that wasn't there. Mm -hmm. This is all the islands up here in northern Canada, right. and around uh, uh, near Greenland. There's going to be one land mass later. Because what is happening is, as a land mass goes down, it pushes into the uh, magma that's underneath the earth, and as it pushes the magma, the magma pushes up land, some land that went down before, and some land that's new, and it's coming right. up. So you'll have new, new land masses coming up, and old land masses going, going down. down. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Because according to the Hopi prophecy, when Atlantis went down, they said the big island to the east, when it went down, the Mississippi Valley came up. Hmm. And so we have a prophecy about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Does it say Mississippi? The same, it says it land to the east. Land to the east. Which is the Mississippi Valley, the yeah. most of the southern parts of the United States, and Oklahoma, 
Well, thank you, John. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the time. Okay. Letting me show people what I think is going to be happening. And some there's some proof of it. So when you see things happen, pay attention. Oh, will do. <laughs> thank you.